today on Media Download. From Montclair State University and WMSC-FM, the latest on technology. Digital privacy is a concern. Streaming is king. It's trending now. And media issues. Let's start with the presidential campaign. The frontrunner is firmly in the lead in every national poll. What's the press's responsibility? I will not give him the credit he probably sought prior to this horrific and cowardly act. And top business headline news. It's online streaming versus Hollywood. Hello, and welcome to Media Download. I'm your host, Samantha Williams, News Director here at WMSC. Today's show has a special topic that all of us here at the radio station are very excited about, WMSC's 50th anniversary on Monday, April 17th. Today, to talk about this milestone are student station manager, Juan Contla, and the general manager of the station, Annabella Poland. Juan has been a part of the radio station for four years, and Annabella is on her second year, going on her third. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being here. So first, I want to talk about how you both got involved in the radio station. Juan, you're an English major and yeah. a journalism minor. So mm-hmm. how did you get into radio? I got involved because a friend of mine told me, hey, I have a show on the campus of radio station. I know you like playing electronic music. Why don't you come on my show and we could talk about weird music? So I came on the show um, and he instantly asked me to be his apprentice DJ or baby DJ as we call him here at WMSC. And I passed and eventually got my own show. How that correlated with English is completely unrelated because <laughs> I was still undeclared when I joined. It just so happened mm-hmm. that I became an English major, but it was already a journalism minor already. And then joining the news team, I wanted to use my journal, my new journalism skills that I've been learning in class. And so that led me to the news team, and that's where I got my start. And you continued doing your EDM show as well and for I a little continue, while. And I, so in the beginning stages of my time here, I, yeah, I had my own EDM show, and then I was with the news team and eventually became news director and then just helped build up our newscast program here, um, the news programming in total, and started our, our morning program, The Morning Buzz. And Annabella, you had an extensive background in television. You know, mm-hmm. you were helping out at Good Morning America, and you went to Sirius XM. How was your transition? I was in radio first. This was on my sophomore year uh, at Fordham University. I had a, an opportunity presented to me where the former president of Argentina was visiting during the summer, and I was a, a newspaper writer. I just basically seized the opportunity to go and be part of this event that was at a time when no other, many students are not there. It was summer. I was doing summer sessions. And uh, I called the biggest newspaper, the biggest radio station, and the biggest television station in Argentina. And I said, I'm, I'm covering this. Would you like me to get you any content? Basically, nobody got back to me except for the radio station. And uh, it so happened that it was a pretty insane uh, meeting. Uh, it happened at the law school, and a lot of protesters snuck in. The men had some allegations of having some dirty deals with Iran, and uh, it just got out of control. And I was recording from every microphone. So we basically capture a lot of the conversation between his people. So that content was such great content that when I called the radio station, I, I played it from a tape recorder, and I was on the air for 14 hours across all of Argentina, not just on radio, but major newspapers and uh, three television shows, and then every single radio station across the country, national and local, to the point that my own grandmother uh, was in her little town, a beach town, and all of a sudden I come on the air, and Aww. she was like, oh my gosh, it's Annabelle. Um, so... Yes, I went to television because I loved it, and I loved Good Morning America. It was a very different life, but I always loved radio. Um, Going back to my grandmother uh, and being a kid, and she always had it as background noise. But somehow, 
when something she was interested in would come on, she, you know, just stop doing what she was doing and pay attention. So my love for audio is just in the fact that it's modest. Uh, I can be doing anything else and I can be still in form. I can be still entertained. And uh, and then how I transitioned to uh, Sirius XM is basically they call me at Good Morning America and they asked me if I had a contract. And I said, no, I came to the facilities, which one knows very well. He's mm-hmm. interning there. And I was just floor. It was just amazing. This was not a rinky-dinky little studio. This was like NASA, like walking into NASA with satellite technology. So I, I was very happy to go there. And after eight years of doing that, I just I really always wanted to go back to a university setting. And I wanted to train the executives of tomorrow because I feel like even in the professional world today, there are so many people who don't know how to do a great interview and they just go for the jugular. And I'm like, you could have gotten the same answer, but you could have been nicer about it. And then the person wouldn't have clam up. So here I am and I'm loving it every single day, every minute I'm here. Juan, you were here before Annabella came. So what was the station like before Annabella? Back when I joined, there was multiple genres within a show that identified as no genre. No genre <laughs> was a genre. Everyone decided, everyone played their music off Spotify, iTunes, wow. you name it. Shuffle on their iPods or their phone. There was really infinite ways to play very music freeform. on your show. Very, very freeform. This is, this is one playlist from my second day here. And I'm not kidding. Wicked to Journey. Katy Perry, two Lady Gaga songs into Phantom of the Opera. On one playlist. Yeah. On one show. And I run into the into the studio and I ask the DJ, tell me about your playlist. And she's like, well, you know, she's kind of like embarrassed. And she says, I, I am, I, it's, it's with my mood. And I was like, second day here, but I am very honest. <laughs> and I said, is your mood all over the place? Because I'm so confused <laughs> by this playlist. Um, she then confessed that she was just basically doing uh, a shuffle on her playlist, on her computer, which is, as you know, very dangerous because there's a lot of music we cannot play. And yeah. if I, you know, it would be very strange. Like if you play my playlist, I would have a kid song next to, you know, heavy metal songs to like a pop song. It would be a very strange combination. Yeah, even I, when I trained uh, as an ADJ, uh, the show I was on was like a modern indie rock show. And every time I went on, he's like, you can do whatever you want. So I always played dance music because that's what I liked playing at the time. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you would go from this indie artist that was up and coming to just the weirdest electronic music ever. And that was okay at the time. We formed into a new alternative uh, genre format now. But that's the format that I grew up on here. And I've learned to listen to how a radio station sounds and what their sound is just by hearing them for just a mere couple of minutes. And now how is it different that Annabella is here? Well, like I said before, yeah, now we're an alternative rock station, Mm -hmm. so that's that's the audience we cater to. While at the same time, we still have some of those roots in the free form in the sense where we have specialty shows for those people that want to play the metal, the hip-hop, all all those other uh, genres like folk. Uh, we'll still allow those genres to play. We're not alienating anyone. But it's just we need to cater to specific people during specific times and make sure that our charting uh, mirrors what we play. Exactly. And and, and the idea is that, you know, when I first came in, you would have a, a heavy metal show go into a 70s funk show, and then you would have an EDM show. How do you have a built-in audience from that? Like the audience that was listening 
to the heavy metal show is clearly not going to stay tuned for 70s funk music. And and that audience is not going to stay tuned for EDM. So the the way that I build it is very much like I would on, on, a, on a commercial station, except that my playlist is not as popular, it's not top 40, and it's not driven by a bunch of promoters who have a lot of money in their pockets. It's just driven by what we like and what we care about. So in a way, we're being tastemakers, but we're also stacking it in a way that it's kind of like the proverbial uh, frog in a pot. We'll raise the volume and the beat throughout the day. And then all of a sudden, you are found yourself listening to heavy metal and you have no idea how you got there. And it's just because we do it that way. We begin the morning with a more chill sort of alternative vibe and we move through the day until we get into an active rock kind of vibe in the uh, afternoon, late, uh, early evening. And then from that, we go into heavy metal. The volume goes up throughout the day here. And the beat. Yeah. <laughs> the beat. Now, the 50th anniversary is coming up on Monday. What... What are we? What can we expect? What can we expect? What can we not expect? <laughs> I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but uh, we seem to love marathon uh, programming, and that that goes do. for any day, whether it's College Radio Day or last year we did fifty hours for our forty ninth birthday, and somehow Juan thought this was a viable idea to come up with a hundred hours of live events programming. Well, that's when it hit me last year. Last year during our forty ninth birthday, we coincided it with Vinylthon, which fell on the same, which fell on the day before uh, April seventeenth. And then April 17th was also accepting students stay here at the university. So we decided to match all three of these events into one and have our table during the fair at the accepting students day, have vinyl thong lead into our marathon where we just, where everyone that wanted to participate came in, did a special version of their show. We did an overnighter. A lot of us were here at the hours we should not be here, like at four or three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we originally scheduled to be just 10, 15 hours or so of good specialty programming turned into 50 hours of programming with Vinylthon and with Accepting Students Day that we ended up at 50. And so I was program director at the time. I decided, you know what, we have to double this next year because it's actually <laughs> the 50th. So you know what, why not? We have to double it. So that was my whole uh, idea behind it. Well, I, I personally, I, I come from a different place where, like, we want visibility for our one-watt station, and that has been my motto ever since coming here, hence why we left Life365 and we went to iHeartRadio, why we change our logo, why we change our website, why we are upgrading all of our programming, including our news programming with newscasts six times a day, uh, more public affairs shows, and, yeah, we're moving into that direction. So. For me, this is an opportunity to sort of create awareness for originally produced content by the students at Montclair State University, which I believe should be listened to by many people, not just our campus. We also have a lot of students here that are staff here as DJs or SMT and alumni that always want to participate. So I thought 100 hours would be sufficient enough to uh, cater to everyone. Yeah, um, I know we're very excited for it. And Annabella. Mm. So what plans do you have for the station so WMSC continues to be great and, you know, for the 100th anniversary when that comes around? Well, I will be needing a lot of coffee for the 100th anniversary. I can say that. But <laughs> um, I think but I think that what I hope for the station is that we will continue to raise our visibility and we would do so by getting better content and creating better programming and doing educational programming uh, as well as part of our just regular programming. And I hope that we can get to a point where we are considered a pre-professional station, meaning we're not going to be a commercial station, we're not going to be Sirius XM, but my hope is to train everyone at the station 
to be ready to go out into the commercial world if that's what they choose to go to. And at this point, we're well on our way there. My one hope is that this will be a training ground for a lot of uh, professional executives that are going to go into the radio business and the audio production business. And that if, you know, if any student comes to Montclair State just because of the radio station, my job is done. Well, thank you both so much for coming in, and I wish you guys good luck on the 100th hours and the 50th anniversary of WMSC. You can listen to the 50th anniversary special event starting Sunday, April 16th with the Back to the Future show with Tom Kaminsky. We really have 47 shows. <laughs> 47 shows. It's a mix, it's a, it's a like- mix of all of our shows, uh, present and past, our favorites, and it showcases everything from news to music, live performances, and we even have a new show coming in on Monday with Julia Siegel and myself. In total, it's about 70 or so students that are going to be here. WMSC broadcasts on 90.3 WMSC through the iHeartRadio app and at WMSCRadio.com. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Media Download. I'm Samantha Williams.